Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today we are visiting with uh, our friends from uh, Crowing Energized and Crowing County. And Kara Terry is with us from uh, Crowing County. She is the Director of Community Services. Karen Johnson is with us from Crowing Energized. She is a Community Health Specialist. And ladies, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're going to start with you, Kara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about uh, something we've talked about before, but blade and opioid abuse. Yeah. So in 2016, I have a little data for you. Um, there were um, 18 Crow Wing County residents that died from opioid overdoses. Oh, wow. my. And wow. while that might seem like not very many, it's still um, a significant impact to family and others in the community who lost those folks. So 11 men and seven women. Our non-fatal overdoses are higher with at least 98 in 2016 and up to 110 in 2020. And those are the ones that are um, reported or experienced right. by law enforcement or the ambulance service that responds to those calls. So wow. opioids have had a significant impact on our community. Yeah. Yes. So in 2019, community services and the sheriff's office looked at what we were doing around substance misuse um, as our out-of-home placement numbers were super high and our jails were full of drug offenders. So we convened a group of community members and we all developed BLADE, our Brainerd Lakes Area Drug Education Group. Mm -hmm. So it made sense when we learned about the federal opioid settlement that we would incorporate that work into our BLADE group. Cool. So that being said, uh, several states, including the state of Minnesota, sued drug manufacturers, other companies, and individuals who contributed to the opioid issues. Right. And Crow Wing County is set to receive at least $2.5 million over the next 18 years. Wow. Significant wow. settlement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to date, we've received a bit over 500000 Okay. We have uh, conducted a community survey to see where folks thought the opioid dollars should go. And we came up with three categories um, for some grant dollars that Crowing County Blade mm-hmm. and our Opioid Coalition uh, will be issuing um, pending county board approval, of course. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So what are those three areas you're going to focus on and use these dollars? Absolutely. So we want to expand capacity of programs targeting families impacted by substance use disorder with a focus on increasing reunification rates, so kids getting back into their original homes, and safe placement options, or providing focused education and outreach for kids in foster care whose primary reason for placement is parental substance abuse. So that's the first category. Right. Okay. They're a little wordy. Yeah. Um, no. Fund- that makes sense. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Funding and support for schools to be trained on implementation of curriculum like adverse childhood experiences that Crowing Energized supports. That's yeah. ACEs, ACEs as we refer yeah. to Exactly. Yeah. Uh, healthy positive outcomes, substance use disorders, and positive community norms, or to integrate targeted outreach within existing school departments focused on high-risk priority groups and vulnerable families. Hmm. That's okay. the second group. Finally, the third is integration and strengthening of services and treatment of substance use disorder, mental health, and primary care throughout the criminal justice system. Ah. Pretty broad categories. Mm -hmm. 
offers a lot of opportunities. Mm -hmm. So the link can be found on our community services, our Crow Wing County Community Services web page. Uh, all of the information is there, including a link to apply. It's a simple grant application. Folks can apply for up to $20,000 uh, to implement new or supplant existing programs and really a great opportunity um, for individuals or organizations within our community to help grow programs. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And really, uh, what a change. I was just listening to an interview yesterday about this. They talked about back in the day, the three strikes and you're out. Everything that had to do with drugs was just put you in jail, put you in jail, put you in jail. Mm -hmm. Today, we're focusing more on why are people taking drugs in the first place? Maybe we should focus on that. Yeah. That's it's a different strategy, point. right? Because yeah. if these people were not dealing with mental health issues, uh, stressors, and relying on these uh, street drugs for their, if you will, treatment, mm -hmm. uh, I, I use that term loosely, yeah. we wouldn't see these people. Yeah, they're yeah. self-medicating, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, we wouldn't see them in jail, would we? That is a very good point. And in addition to supporting those folks with substance use disorders, there's probably families involved or oh, yeah. kids. Yeah, moms, dads, siblings, um, you know, wife, yeah. husband. Mm -hmm. And so how do we support the entire family as yes. folks move through substance use disorder mm -hmm. and help get everyone on track to have healthy relationships and lives? And that's a lot of things, too. You know, people don't realize that the the one person, they always blame the person with the substance abuse disorder or whatever, but that's affecting the families. And I mean, it's it's a tr trickle down where even the addict themselves thinks that I'm not hurting anybody else. It's just myself, whatever. But you don't realize until later that it's like, yeah, nope, there's a big trickle down. And so to help the whole family, that is a wonderful thing. Exactly, yeah. mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Well said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is great. Um, and Blade has actually been around for a while, haven't they, Kara? We have, uh, since 2019. So, and we keep growing. We have a number of community members um, from local law enforcement, sheriff's office, growing energized, different providers in the community. So we have a lot of a lot of different folks engaged in the mission of Blade, which I'll just mention quick, mm -hmm. is to prevent drug abuse, protect our people, and preserve our community. Love it. Very these good. these meetings we've been part of crowing energized has and it's really there's a lot of energy in that room we always have good discussion that group is always growing and they really put some insight as to what the work plan would be there is a lot of planning that went into blade mm -hmm. um, met with community members had some forums really did the strategic planning of what are we doing well uh, what what could we do better and really getting input and it's constantly evolving as mm -hmm. to how do we embrace the people that live in our community and realizing that addiction is no different than e any other disease right mm -hmm. um, and just recognizing that and moving forward and trying to reduce that stigma associated with it yeah yeah fascinating mm -hmm. well it's great to see people working on this issue here in the mm -hmm. community and having some funding to be able to support that work is, That's yes. awesome. is really great. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Can I just and, mention and the timelines quick yeah. for the grants? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, cool. So the application is open currently. Mm -hmm. The deadline to apply is October 2nd. So we want um, folks to get in their applications by that date. Um, a review group will be meeting, and we will then present um, potential applications to the Committee of the Whole first for the County Board. Uh, on November 21st, 
and then the county board will have their official meeting to review and approve the grants by November 28th. And we hope to have funds dispersed mid-December. Wow. That's kind of our timeline goal. Okay. The county board is the final decision maker because these are state funds that have come to the county. So they've been really supportive in our efforts as well. Um, and they're looking forward to seeing the grant applications too. Good. Neat. And Kara, you kind of said that this is uh, the first of a lot of money that's actually coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, will there be, uh, do you foresee more grants then coming or additional monies for programs that are that come out of this? Great question. Um, the 2.5 million is kind of a guesstimate at this point because mm-hmm. not all of the settlements have been finalized yet. Okay. So there could be more monies coming in. And again, it's over the course of 18 years. We're not sure when we're getting the money or how much money we're getting you know, at what time right. for certain. I see. So up until this point, with with a little over five hundred thousand, we've allocated two hundred thousand of those dollars to go toward these grants. Um, and then, during the course of this next year, we'll be meeting with grantees quarterly to see how things are going, mm-hmm. uh, see if we need to um, regrant for the following year, and see where we're at with our funding at that time. So. I fully anticipate we will have more grants going out into the community. That's what this money is for. Um, I just don't have any sort of timeline or knowledge of when that might happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Uh, Karen at Crowing uh, Energized, you're working on a lot of things. and. <laughs> We know that uh, there was a uh, quite a stage performance by the vegetables at the Crowing <laughs> County Fair. There sure was. People <laughs> sounds funny. Yeah, there people came out, and uh, Farmer Hugh Betcha mm-hmm. was our MC and did a wonderful job. Uh, we had the Cabbage Patch Kids show up again and root for the cabbage, but it really was. It was a fun talent show. The vegetables got up, shared their talents, and the people were able to vote. And we have many votes to start counting. Okay. Uh, they, a whole box full of votes that we will be doing this um, soon. Mm-hmm. And voting for one vegetable, one community, this uh, will go until the end of September. Okay. Oh, so we can still vote. You can still vote. You can vote online. We have it on our website. has a little button, Vote Here. And I'm not sure if you're aware, but we are sitting next to the uh, current 2023 reigning vegetable <laughs> in Crow Wing County, our green bean, Kara Terry. Wow. So awesome. she holds that rain for a while. I can do nice. autographs after. Okay, okay. we'll here. take yeah. some. Yeah. photos. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yep. So she, you know, Love we it. continue to feature the green bean. They continue to grow in my garden. Yes. Anticipate having everybody having green beans at least at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you can vote till the end of September, and then we'll make that announcement who the 2024 vegetable of the year will be. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Uh, meantime, you're working on some other serious things. We do. We have a lot of classes that are coming up. Um, we have classes that are we label fall prevention. They're matter balance classes. They meet in person. Again, if you go to our website, you'll see the dates, the times, and how to register. Um, all of our classes are free, but there is, we do require you to register, um, and then we do have limits in the classes, especially for these classes, fall prevention, um, lifestyle change class, and aging mastery. So make sure that you get registered early. I also want to point out sometimes people may not have those ability to, to go online and register. So, you know, volunteer, if you're hearing this, volunteer to help a neighbor or a community mm-hmm. member. Mm-hmm. If you think they may be a candidate for a class, and you're listening today, uh, reach out. Uh, We're there to help you. 
um, get you registered for the classes or simply tell you more. So don't be afraid to inquire if somebody you're sitting next to in church or you're at an event, at a concert. Um, see if they need help getting registered for any of these classes that are taking place. For those fall prevention classes, are those all in person or can they be online as well? That's a great question. Those are all in person. In person. Yep. Okay. Whereas the lifestyle change class are mm-hmm. both in person as well as online. Okay. And aging mastery is only online. So okay. there really is a combination, but the fall prevention are in person. Okay. And are those strictly in Brainerd? No, great question. We also have one happening in Cross Lake, and I think we have one, yeah, Cross Lake and Pequot Lakes. So we try to bring those classes out into the community just so that it's less of a barrier for traveling because they do meet once a week for two hours. And again, register online at crowwingenergize.org? Yep, Okay. definitely. And then we have some events. Fall is, I think, when we kick off lots of things happening in the community. Um, We have an Ageless Expo that we're participating in that's actually at the center and being led by the center. But that will be Saturday, August 26th. That used to seem way off in the future, (laughs) and it's not. It's (laughs) It's coming up pretty fast. A week from Saturday. Yes, it is. And that they used to have uh, well attended, Mm -hmm. um, and they're bringing it back this year at the center. So, um, yeah, questions there can be uh, directed to them. And then we're planning our 10th annual summit, which seems incredible. Wow. Yeah. In person, Friday, September 15th. Again, this is a free event, but you need to register. And this year we have four local experts, coaches from our community Mm. that will focus on um, physical well-being, exercise, eating. Really blessed to have uh, four content experts that will be part of this day. And it truly is 8 to 1 p.m. So it will take up the majority or the beginning of the day, but you'll have your afternoon to to do what you'd like. Is Um, there a fee to attend that? There is no fee, but again, registration is limited. And again, share. If you've been to this event before, Mm -hmm. uh, encourage people to show up and and learn more about Crowing Energized. It's your community health movement. Mm -hmm. So, you know, make sure that you share that. Um, People will benefit from that and walk away. Um, There'll be an opportunity to network with your community partners. Mm -hmm. So um, make sure that you spread that word, too. Okay. And then also... um, we're having the second annual Blade Recovery Walk that will take place on Thursday, September 21st. New location this year ah. um, at Kiwanis Park from 4 to 7. Last year was the first year for the event, and they had a lot of people show up, Good. really well attended. Mm-hmm. And then um, planning our second annual Mental Health Resource Fair on Saturday, October 28th. 8.30 to 2.30, and this will be held at Brainerd High School. Wow. And what can folks expect at that? At that event, we'll have um, three different pre- – we'll actually do a little uh, review of what we've done with the 105 conversations, oh, yes. the subgroups Ooh. that yeah. met as a result of that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have opportunities. People can select up three different breakout sessions that they can attend. Um, we're working on who those speakers will be, but I can tell you that we have one planned with the VA. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will uh, do a presentation. We have Wellness in the Woods doing a presentation called Hope Floats. Mm-hmm. So we try to bring in different um, presentations than we had the previous year. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Good stuff. All right. If you didn't catch all those dates, <laughs> we've uh, had a lot of information. Go to the website because it's all right there at org. Correct.
Very good. Wow, lots of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, ladies, good. it's great to hear about these uh, happenings, the classes, and what's going on with Blade. And uh, we thank you for being here to share it. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yes, All thank right. you both. Our guests today include Kara Terry. She is the Director of Community Services, Crow Wing County, and Karen Johnson, Community Health Specialist with Crow Wing Energized. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found online. They're on our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also hear them through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.